What is the role of artificial intelligence in compliance? What about machine learning? Are you using chat GPT? These questions are but three of the many questions we will explore in this exciting new podcast series, Compliance and AI. Hosted by Tom Fox, the award-winning voice of compliance, this podcast will look at how AI will impact compliance programs into the next decade and beyond. If you want to find out why the future is now, join Tom Fox on this journey to the frontiers of compliance in compliance and AI. This podcast is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This episode, I have Jack Lamba, founder and CEO at CERTA, who talks about an incredible new AI tool created by CERTA for the supply chain and compliance profession. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. I am absolutely thrilled to have back with me, Jag Lamba. Jag is the CEO founder of CERTA, and we're here to talk about some really incredible news that's now public. So Jag, first of all, with an incredibly long-winded introduction, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Tom. Thanks for having, we, me, having me back. We were together in Austin a couple of weeks ago, and you uh, made a demonstration of just a fabulous new tool that is available for your client and customer base in the procurement slash supply chain side of things. And it involves AI. Of course, my mind immediately went to compliance. We're going to get to that. But this tool, and you did a live demonstration, which I have to say was pretty ballsy because you never know how a live demonstration goes. I've seen them go the other way. But you did, and you took questions literally from the audience, typed them in, and came out with answers. It was incredibly impressive. Lots of oohs and ahs from the audience, but I've talked enough. We're here to you to talk about what's the new tool and how has CERTA integrated this into your overall product and suite offering? Yeah. So the new tool, Tom, is called CERTA Assist. It originated about nine months ago after the OpenAI APIs came out. Uh, my engineering team started experimenting with it and we did a hackathon to see how we could use it. And we were blown away by the power, but obviously it needed uh, a ton of refinement and integration into the CERTA course course system. So what we worked on, a large part of our engineering team, what we worked on over the last nine months is what we call CERTA Assist. We're launching the first four features of CERTA Assist this week, or we just launched the first four features for CERTA Assist. The, The approach that we're taking with AI is to solve real existing problems with AI, real existing client problems, not just to add it as sort of a marketing buzzwordy tool, but to really solve tangible problems. So the the four problems that we're trying to solve are one, it's really hard to create or digitize new workflows and edit existing workflows. Clients need to do that constantly. 
with that, we basically, today, this week, we launched Design AI. So what that means is customers can simply design using natural language. The second thing is Insights AI. Customers today, managers typically rely on analysts to create reports for them, which gives them the data that they need to, uh, to make decisions. So with Insights AI, the managers would directly be able to ask questions in plain English, in natural language, in, in CERTA. And CERTA will draft those reports instantly for the managers. And the third thing, which I think is the most exciting uh, thing among <laughs> for many of our clients is it's called Recall AI. So one of the main barriers in adoption of new supply chain technology, it, it applies equally to compliance as much as procurement, is just adoption with their tens of thousands of vendors. Uh, because vendors keep getting these questionnaires from clients and it's just a pain for them to fill this out. And with Recall AI, vendors can simply, simply upload previously completed questionnaires and Serda's AI will automatically draft the answers uh, on their behalf in the new questionnaire. And finally, the fourth thing is, is uh, what we call intake AI. So a big barrier in adoption of any new technology is adoption by business users. They're so busy, you know, they've got so many tools, they don't want to learn another tool. And for that, business users can simply create new requests via an email bot or a chat bot. So they need to learn no new technology, no new tools whatsoever. Let me stay with the chat bot because that was one I thought was the coolest, although it may not be the most important in the overall business scheme. And that's what you're able to demonstrate that chat bot and that innovation you're spot on and that it allows the user to talk literally to a bot in natural language and phrase questions that may not have the right technical language or may not be absolutely spot on the precision of a lawyer that that I'm used to, or an engineer might require, but the natural language function allows a question and a reformulation of a question. Would, did I understand that right from the example I saw? Yeah, for sure. There are multiple challenges in the digitization journey for clients, right? One of the, the challenges is constantly updating existing workflows and integrations are adding new workflows and integrations. And the main challenge there is that clients typically have to hire a vendor or train someone internally to go deep into a tool. And this person needs to be fairly technical and need to, needs to understand all the nuances of the product, which basically makes it pretty hard to, to constantly improve things or digitize additional things. So what we've done is enabled clients and you know, their partners, our partners, to simply update existing workflows and integrations or create new workflows and integrations with simple natural language. So it's as easy as saying, hey, uh, I'd like the best practices for ensuring compliance with GDPR, or I'd like best practices for an information security 
and it would instantly create the questionnaire and all the workflows and integrations as it understands more and more of the client context. It comes with, in terms of compliance, you can create pretty nuanced anti-corruption, anti-bribery workflows within, within minutes and hours. And of course, it takes time to refine them. But I think what the, our goal with design AI is to simply, is to you know, not the technology to not be a burden in this implementation process. The technology should be assisting the user and guiding the user in accomplishing um, exactly the design that they have in their heads and, and actually complementing it with AI because there's so much intelligence out there. It's super exciting. This is one of the biggest problems that we hear from clients, uh, which is the time to market for any change, for any new implementation, for any new workflow is so high and the complexity around the world is increasing. So this is exactly the right use case for AI. The procurement function in a corporation, I cannot think of a corporation, excuse me, a corporate function who has had more pressure put upon them, really starting with the pandemic. As we came out of the pandemic, we had the Russian invasion of Ukraine. We have the either competition or potential conflict with China. And now we have yet another unfortunate conflict in the Middle East. And the pressure that's put on procurement to be able to respond to these, in my view, has really increased and it's made boards aware of the geopolitical nature of their procurement functions. It struck me in watching your presentation that this tool would allow procurement to be able to be more nimble, more agile, and even put potential scenarios together so that if something does happen, a company could respond much more quickly and efficiently. Is that something you had thought about? Is that something is a realistic because I sure saw it sitting in the audience. Yeah, Tom, 100%. Procurement has is, is, is become very dynamic or has, has been forced to become much more dynamic, especially since the pandemic and with all the geopolitical issues happening. Uh, supply chain disruptions have become a lot more common now. And that agility is absolutely critical. The agility in terms of business rules redesign uh, is extremely critical and that's breaking many of the existing systems which might be older and harder to update and SERDA is already very easy to update but with updating with natural language it just takes it to to the next level secondly even in compliance tom there's so much happening around the world with the german supply chain act with all the with LPA in the US, the Weaker Forced Labor Prevention Act. Canada has something in human rights and supply chain. Almost every country is has some compliance or is acting on a new compliance law. So even reacting to those is not easy for companies and companies have to comply with those. And design AI makes it super easy for companies to add, for example, UFLPA compliance to their third-party onboarding, third-party ongoing monitoring and ongoing management. So yeah, it does help both procurement and compliance because both functions have been forced to become extremely dynamic. 
we haven't even gone to ESG, which is sort of this massive emerging area, especially with the SEC mandate <laughs> at the gates, right? Uh, and the European Union is, is a step ahead of the SEC. Uh, so it's such a dynamic area, and that's why we've invested in this additional agility in the tool where you can simply update and change things using natural language. And Tom, AI is only getting smarter. Every single month, we see new smarts coming from AI. And the beauty of the way we've, we've adopted this and way, the way we've integrated AI is you can bring not only you know, what we've done, but as the AI gets smarter, you know, all that intelligence can be leveraged instantly by the clients. I'm super excited about that. So you mentioned, obviously, compliance near and dear to my heart. You also mentioned yeah. ESG, but I'd like to go to the digitization of workflows and how that design, the design AI component of the four, really allows a company greater efficiencies, but also greater opportunities. Could you say a few more words about that? Yeah. So as we digitize, as clients digitize processes related to compliance, uh, procurement, or ESG, what happens is clients post-digitization will see opportunities for improvement, whether it could be simply reduction in cycle time through, through updated processes, or it could be one of the functions, let's say privacy wants to change things, right? And, and clients don't have the option to just say no, right? It's just a matter of how long will it take to get it done. And how long it takes to get it done often determines their initial standing in the firm, right? Are they providing good service to other groups and other functions? I just feel like it not only helps the organization be more agile, but it also helps the owner of this platform really shine within the organization and, and come across not as a bottleneck or red tape, but truly as an enabler of better business processes uh, and better controls across the firm. There's many things we can talk about, of course, in terms of you do parallel workflows, automate away and many controls, for example, add more rules. So there's so many automations and, and efficiencies that we can gain just by digitization. But what we're doing with design AI is making digitization easier and enabling clients to set up a platform so that they can digitize additional things in the future. Let me turn to Insights AI because certainly in my world of compliance, many compliance professionals say, I have these numbers, but I don't know what they mean. Now, part of that's because they're largely lawyers, so they may not be able to add two plus two, but the insights that a wide variety of information can bring allows any corporate function to almost drive through silos to provide uh, new insights. So could you say maybe a few words about insights AI? Yeah, the, it's a today it's a terribly inefficient process. It's hard for most of our customers to just gather the data, right? I mean, most clients, most companies to gather the data. With Serta, it's a bit easier for Serta customers because we at least centralize the third-party data. So, so customers can ask the analyst to create a new report for them, which can be created in the Serta platform. But that's still 
too hard. You need to figure out an analyst to create a new report for you. So what we're doing is with, with Insights AI, the manager herself or him, the manager can just create a new report and literally we're using natural language. So just in the context of what we said earlier in terms of disruption, supply chain disruptions, show me that clients can simply write in plain English, which vendors do I have in this region who provide this commodity? And it would instantly give you that result. It can, with, with all the regulatory changes, let's say the, the German Supply Chain Act, et cetera, in, in the, in the USLPA, you can simply ask them, okay, which questions, uh, what are the, which vendors have access to our PII? Which vendors haven't signed up a code of conduct? It's just so much easier. And then because CERDA has 120 out-of-the-box integrations, including all the risk and compliance data sources like DNB, Dow Jones, LexisNexis, Definitive, and, and RDC, and, and others, right? So we provide ongoing monitoring. And that's another report that clients can simply ask in terms of, okay, what are the red flags, adverse media, significant adverse media coming from this country or as a result of this episode? Or It's just so much easier with this. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm extremely excited about how the lives of risk and compliance professionals can be significantly simplified using Insights AI because you know, that's a large part of their job, right, Tom? And let me just pick up on that last word, simplify, and transition over to recall AI, because I can't think of a role that either procurement professionals or their vendors dislike more than the intake <laughs> process. And it's on both sides. Yeah. The first of the vendors, as you correctly noted, I've had to fill this out for 50 different companies. And, but equally true for the procurement function, because they have to input that data. And even if it's an electronic input, it has to be stored and updated. And here you've given both sides a way to not, not simply intake information more efficiently, but also for the procurement department, it seems to me that if there's a new certification, a new regulation, a new something, they can easily check and see if the vendor has it. And if not, ask for it in an auditable manner that shows they've done that. Yeah, 100%. One of the biggest barriers to adoption of any of the supply chain technology is how do you get the data in? How do you get the vendors to fill this out and business users to fill this out? And it's such a, a barrier. Often the clients require data, not just from the vendors, but also the tier two vendors, which is the vendors, sub vendors, if you will, like the sub suppliers. And that becomes exponentially more complex. And as you add upcoming scope three emissions data that companies as a, as you know, SEC clearly stated that scope three emissions, which is emissions from the supply chain are included and have to be disclosed are included as a part of the disclosures, right? The SEC disclosures, mandated disclosures. So it's constantly increasing burden for third parties and vendors across clients. And all of the clients need similar data, but it's structured slightly differently. And this is exactly the perfect problem for generative AI. So what vendors can do is just feed any information that they might have about, let's say, their compliance policies, about their ownership structure, about their ESG carbon footprint, 
about their social impact, about something simple like tax and banking verification and their information security policies and their information security controls and privacy controls. They can just, they might have various documents related to it. And clients can simply just upload their documents and that's it. Serda's recall AI will basically scan through those documents and auto-complete the client questionnaires. And it makes this entire process dramatically easier. And of course, when the same vendor goes to another Serda client, uh, it actually makes it even easier because with each client, Serda, Serda's intelligence about the vendor becomes smarter, right? You gain more and more information about the vendor. So it's just, I think that is, is an absolute game changer, Tom, and we're super excited about it. And now let's move to the final one, Adoption AI. And one of the criticisms I hear as much as any other is the following. It's a fabulous tool for the procurement function. Yeah. But the business unit, they're either completely bewildered by it, they don't know how to use it, or they can't get instruction. Why is this such a game changer for the non-procurement users of the overall CERTA tools? So for the business users, Tom, they come to the procurement and compliance function typically like once or twice a year. Even if you train them, they're not going to remember. Plus, who needs to go to one more training, right? So that for them, uh, it's an app, it's an it's a nightmare that if they have to navigate uh, a new tool. And yes, if you make the tool easier to navigate, it makes things easier. But you still need to apply that mental bandwidth to figure out, okay, they want it in this format, this is the information they're looking for. Well, I don't have this yet, but I have this. It's just like a anxiety-provoking thing for business users. Okay, I need to navigate this new thing. And typically they don't even know which form to fill out, like which path to take for this request. And as a result, the procurement and compliance teams get bad data. It makes it really hard for them to get good analytics and service the business users well. So with what we're doing is, is typically, and of course, all business users know how to use emails. Just create, companies can just create an email chatbot for request intake. They would feel like concierge service for the business user would say, okay, we got it. It looks like you're trying to extend the contract or you're trying to onboard a new vendor in this location. We need these details. And business users can simply just email back this information. And once the bot has enough information to create the request, it'll do it on behalf of the business user. So it really takes away a big barrier to adoption of new technology, which is getting buy-in from business users. As long as you tell the business users, you get all the controls and the ease of use without having to learn a new tool, you're going you're gonna to hear a lot of thank yous. And I think they'll be grateful. Jag, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode. But before we leave, I wanted to ask you if our listeners wanted any more information on sort of assist or perhaps even uh, to follow you, uh, what would be the best way or play, way for them to do so or place for them to go? Yeah, I think for CERTA, it's CERTA.ai. Uh, so C-E-R-T-A, like, like certification, short for certification. So CERTA, die. And me, I'm on LinkedIn at J Lamba. 
the J L A M B A Lamba. Jag, this has been a great time. Thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me, and I hope we can continue this conversation. I look forward to it, Tom. Thank you very much for having me. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Compliance and AI. We're going to have a lot of fun with this series, so I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review whenever we get an episode out so you'll be notified about it. Compliance and AI is really a passion project that I have to try to bring the most cutting edge strategies, tools, and tactics to the compliance professional. AI is going to be leading our profession in many ways and particularly including the use of data and data analytics. So you need to be ahead of this. You're gonna need to use it internally in your compliance program. You're gonna be asked to create policies and procedures, training and education and communication to help keep your company out of trouble. The role of compliance and AI is still forming, so I hope you will be a part of the discussion by listening to this podcast, Compliance and AI. Compliance and AI is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.